Good morning, friends and family. Thank you for joining me. Um, we're going to be talking. I'm going to be talking, not we're. My husband isn't even here. I'm going to be talking about uh, encouragement for those that are going through persecution. So we find Paul talking about that in 2 Thessalonians chapter 1. And he's talking to his brothers and sisters and telling them that that God has got them, basically. He says, we can't help but thank God for you because your faith is flourishing and your love for one another is growing. He said, we proudly tell God's other churches about your endurance and your faithfulness in all the persecutions and hardships that you are suffering. And God will use this persecution to show his justice and to make you worthy of his kingdom for which you are suffering. In his justice, he will pay back. God will pay back those who persecute you. I would believe that's why the the Bible says... um, that the Lord said, Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. And then God will provide rest for you who are being persecuted and also for us when the Lord Jesus appears from heaven. He will come with a mighty, with his mighty angels, listen to this, in flaming fire, bringing judgment on those who don't know God and on those who refuse to obey the good news of our Lord Jesus. They will be punished with eternal destruction forever separated from the Lord and from his glorious power. When he comes on that day, he will receive glory for his holy people, praise for all who believe, and this includes you, for you believed. And what we you believed what we told you about him, so we keep on praying for you, asking God to enable you to live a life that's worthy of his call. So may he give you the power to accomplish all the good things that your faith promotes and prompts you to do. Then the name of the Lord will be honored because of the way that you live and will be honored along with him. This is all made possible because of the grace of our God and our Lord Jesus Christ. Wow, I get overwhelmed uh, just uh, sometimes reading the Word of God, uh, focusing on what Jesus said through the great men and women of God in the Bible. So then the Lord, he goes on to uh, talk about events prior to the Lord's second coming. So I'm going to go ahead and go there on this message. The, the Bible says for us not to be easily shaken for us not to be alarmed by those who who say that the day of the Lord has already begun. He said, don't believe them, even if they claim to have had spiritual vision, even if they claim they have revelation or, or um, a letter supposedly from us, Paul said. Don't be fooled by what they say, for that day will not come until there is a great rebellion against God and the man of lawlessness is revealed the one who brings destruction. So he will exalt himself and he will defy everything that people called God and every 
every object of worship. He will defy it. He will even sit in the temple of God claiming him that he himself is God. Paul goes on to say, don't you remember that I told you about all this when I was with you? And you know what is holding him back for he can be revealed only when his time comes. Amen. So prophetically in God's timing, God's perfect timing, he will will be revealed. This lawlessness is already at work secretly and it will remain secret until the one who is holding it back steps out of the way. Then the man of lawlessness will be revealed, but the Lord Jesus will slay him with the breath of his mouth and destroy him by the splendor of his coming. Woo! Just think of that. So this man will come to do the work of Satan with counterfeit power, counterfeit signs, counterfeit miracles. He will use every kind of evil. He will use every kind of deception to fool those who are on their way to destruction because they refuse to love, because they refuse to accept the truth that would save them. So God is going to cause them to be uh, greatly deceived and they will believe these lies and then they will be condemned for enjoying uh, evil rather than believing the truth of the Lord. So the Bible uh, continues to urge us and and tell us to stand firm. That as believers, we should be able to stand firm. And uh, we can't help but thank God for every brother and sister. Amen. We're always thankful that God chose, chose others to be among the first. To experience salvation. A salvation that came through the Spirit who makes us, each and every one of us, holy, and through our belief in the truth. So he called us to salvation when when we told the good news. Now you can share in the glory of your Lord Jesus Christ, because you're born again, because you are a true believer. And then with all these things in mind, Paul goes on to say, dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. And keep a strong grip on the teaching that we passed on to you. Both in person and by letter, he says. So now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father who loved us and by his grace gave us eternal comfort and wonderful hope. Comfort you and strengthen you in every good thing you do and every good thing that you say. And then in the third chapter, um, Paul, he makes a request, first of all, for prayer. um, And then he exhorts the people to to live properly. So he, he goes on and he says, we give you this command in the name of Lord Jesus Christ. Stay away. Stay away, he said, from all believers who live idle lives and don't follow the tradition that they received. And for you know that you ought to imitate us. We're not idle. 
when we were with you. We were not idle when we were with you. We never accepted food from anyone without paying for it. We worked hard day and night so we would not be a burden on any of you. This is an example for us. We should not be a burden on people. Paul goes on to say, We certainly had the right to ask you to feed us, but we wanted to give you an example to follow. So this is our example. Paul gave it to us. Even while we were with you, he said, You, or excuse me, we gave you this this comment or this command. There will uh, These unwilling to work will not eat. And yet we hear that some of you are living idle lives, refusing to work and meddling in other people's business. We command such people and urge them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to settle down and work to earn their own living. And then Paul says this, For the rest of you, dear brothers and sisters, Never get tired of doing good because that's what God wants of us. He wants us to do good. He wants us to have good characters, good fruit in our lives, right? The the Bible talks a lot about the, the fruit in our lives and the character. Take note of those who refuse to obey what we say in his letter. Stay away from them so they will be they will be ashamed. Don't think of them as enemies though. Paul said, but warn them as you would a brother or a sister. So that would be in a good way that you would warn them, that you would bless them, that you would encourage them towards good things. So in 2 Thessalonians, we Paul tells us, gives us a lot, tells us a lot, gives us examples, and we need to, you know what, take the Bible seriously and abide by the word of God, of course, because many are going their way. Many Christians are not even reading their Bible, let alone abiding by it. But they have idols set up in their heart. You know, we've got people that have the idols of shopping, the idols of of materialism, the idols of food, uh, (laughs) you know, idols set up in their hearts that are more important. They could spend say two or three hours on TV or four or six hours on the internet. Many people can and not spend a half hour with Jesus, not spend a half an hour in prayer, uh, not spend any time with the Lord. And actually, you know, if you gave 10% of your time, it would be 2.5 hours of the day that you would give to the Lord. And I'm not trying to put guilt on anyone or anything like that. I'm just bringing up a couple thoughts to think about. What are we doing with our life? Who are we serving? How are we serving? Are we serving? It's time for us to examine our own hearts and ask the Lord even to come and to examine our hearts and show us, you know, what his desire is so we can be obedient children unto the Lord.